0: All right. Hi, my name is Kathy Zaka. I'm Susan Offen. And I'm Laura Potter. And we're your hosts today for Pure Truth. We want to welcome you to our first episode. In this episode, we'll be discussing our purpose for doing this podcast. But first, we want to give you a little background on each of us.
1: All right, I'll go first. Uh, again, my name is Kathy Zagga. I've been married to my high school sweetheart, Sean, for 35 years. We have four children and three grandchildren so far. I'm the author of two books. The first one is S-O-F-T, or SOFT, which is an acronym for Standing on Faith Together. My second book is titled Standing on Faith Together in a Post-Pandemic World. And the best way to find out more information about me is through my website, kathyzaka.com. Spell it out for you. That's K-A-T-H-Y, Z is a zebra,
0: A-C-C-A. And my name is Susan Offen. I'm a spiritual director. I've been married to my husband for 26 years. I met my husband at 17, and we have twin 17-year-olds. Awesome. (laughs) You can find more about me. At susanoffin.com. And I'm Laura Potter. I'm a writer, a blogger, and
2: a professional photographer. And I spend time daily listening to God's voice, and I write down what's on God's heart each day. And I publish those words on my website, ChosenToWrite.com, under the section entitled, Manna from Heaven. I've been married to the love of my life for almost 34 years now, and we have two grown sons and a beautiful daughter-in-law. And I just want to start us off today with a scripture from John 7:37-38. If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scriptures have said, streams of living water will flow from within him.
1: All right. Well, we want to talk about the purpose of our podcast. Uh, That's what our title is for our podcast today. It's called Our Purpose. Um, And it's to pour out to others what God's poured into us. You know, the three of us have been on a journey, well, most of our lives, but especially in the past few years, to dig deeper into our relationship with the Lord. We wanted to know Him more. We, w- we desired intimacy, and we've discovered that God is just as desperate for this intimacy as we are. It's been a wonderful journey, and we've learned so much. Do you all agree? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Right. You know, I've only known Susan and Laura for about a year and a half, but God put the three of us together because we have such a passion for telling people about His truth, not the religious, watered-down version, but pure truth that comes straight from His Word in the throne room of God. You know, Susan, do you mind
0: giving us the definitions for pure and truth? Sure. The definition of pure is holy or genuine. The definition of truth is honesty or virtue. That's good. Our goal here is to allow God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit to speak His genuine virtuous words through us for His glory.
2: You know, I, I wanted to add on to something that Kathy said regarding pure yeah, truth. You know, yeah. it's, she said pure truth is coming straight from God's Word and the throne room of God. And in that, The things that we share here on this podcast will either come straight from God's Word, from the Scriptures, or from our personal intimate times of prayer with
0: Him. Yes, absolutely.
2: Yeah, and God's always been calling His people to come up to a higher place, to press in deeper into the revelatory knowledge of God, and He wants us to become a part and set apart to be holy just like Him and walk in His ways. And many times when I'm in my quiet time with the Lord and I'm hearing Him speak, He'll say to me, this is the way of Yahweh. Yeah. And, you know, that means that we need to follow His ways of obedience and live holy like He is. It says in Isaiah thirty twenty one, And your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it. And when you turn to the right or to the left, like He's giving you directions behind you saying, This is the way to go. So, you know, when we pursue Him and we look to Him every day for our direction, He's going to guide us Uh, onto the life that we're supposed to live in pure truth
1: yeah that's so good that is good you know in each one of our podcasts we'll be sharing some of our own stories that we hope will inspire encourage and enlighten you uh, and we want to give you hope that there's more to God than you know. So let's talk about how this podcast came to be. Laura, you want to go first?
2: Sure. Like well, <laughs> I'll go first. <laughs> when Kathy was told, you know, that the Lord told her to do this podcast, and I was like, "Well, that's really awesome, you know?" And then she said, "And yeah, the Lord told me that you're supposed to help me." I was like, "Uh, I don't think so." <laughs> but I did tell her I would pray about it and I'd think about it and You know, I really didn't want it to do it,
1: but... And I wasn't giving you a choice. (laughs) No, she really wasn't. I'm like, I'm not doing this by myself.
2: (laughs) So I did. I did pray about it. I took it seriously. And I, I prayed about it for several days. And one morning I woke up from a dream where God made it very clear to me that this was something He wanted me to pursue. And God almost always gives me a dream either to confirm things if I'm supposed to do it, or He shows me in my mind, you know, you need to reject that. So
1: I fought yeah. it, but here I am. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. You know, I fought it too. I, I, I said no. I said no. <laughs> he started speaking to me about this probably towards the end of last year, I would say, you know, I ignored it for a couple of months. I kept thinking, really a podcast, Lord, you know, but you know, when the Holy Spirit speaks, it just doesn't go away. Mm -hmm. So I continued to pray and seek his counsel. And until I knew that it was what he called me to do, I had a peace about it. That was the only way I was going to move forward. It's I had to have that peace. And, and that was all it took for me. I began digging in and researching all I could. And, you know, before the end of last year, I not only asked Laura, but the Lord told me to ask Susan as well. How did you feel about that?
0: This podcast was not in my future plans <laughs> either. I was like, wait, what? Um, this was a total leap of faith. The only reason I'm sitting here today. Is because it, we dragged her here. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> is definitely as a witness for God, because I know that I know that this has come only by spending intimate time with yeah. Him. yep, yeah. And it's, asking Him to pour into me. Right. And I've allowed him to stretch me and put me on the front line to speak. It's been a challenge for me to voice my opinion in the past. But only by his strength, I'm able to be bold and be a vessel for, of his truth. Right. Yeah. Right. Good. I want to make sure I'm hearing his voice, though. I didn't, I didn't want to rush about this at all. I yeah. waited until I heard his voice, and I followed through with what he guided me to do. You yep.
1: know, I think we all three did that. Like yes. we, we did not rush into this. This was something that took us by surprise, and yes. we all fought it. And look at us now.
2: And it's it's an act of faith to do this. Absolutely. Yes. Because this was not our idea. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And it's not easy for us to do this. And yeah. so we're out of our comfort zones. But we're doing it. We're doing because it for the we Lord. know Yeah. We have to be obedient. Yeah. That's the, the experiences that God has given to all of us and He's given to me is meant to be shared to others. You know, he's reminded me that everything we've received from him is unique. It's very special. We've had appointed times with him and these things need to be poured out to other people so that they could grow and mature in their faith, you right. know, with him. The experiences we'll be sharing will also help you guys realize, you know, you're not alone in this struggle. We've all struggled through things, and the things that we've learned, we're going to share with you so that you can grow a lot faster, too, you know, because yeah. I learned from other people and their testimonies. Well, I, sorry,
0: I didn't go want to yeah, go. But, well, I've learned from both of yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I in meeting one another, and mm-hmm. your stories have immensely helped yeah, me. The strengths, just drawing our yeah. strengths off of each other. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: it's beautiful, And what's thing.
2: what's really cool is that we'll be sharing experiences that we've had with God, and that I know you're going to be inspired by these things because you're going to say to yourself, I never imagined that the God of the universe could commune with me like this, that He could have a relationship of intimacy right. with me like this, and it's, it's going to be pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to share with you guys. Yes.
2: You know Kathy, she. I want to tell you a little bit about Kathy because I met her at my Bible study group, and she has these incredible visitations into the spirit realm uh, with God, and and this has only happened in the last you know few years that it started working you know happening to her life, and uh, God will show her things to come. He'll show her and take her places in the heavenly realm. She has visitations that really give her a lot of comfort and it encourages others when she shares those with us. Yes, they do. And gives her good perspective to think about things correctly. Yes. Susan, she's a certified spiritual counselor and she has a unique insight through her all of her training, which we don't have. And so, through that, you know, and her personal relationship with the Lord. She's able to share the things that have changed her life and help others change theirs. And with me, like, there's a lot of things in my life that have come just through my personal, intimate time alone with God that's transformed me. He's shaped my thinking, really made me into a whole different person. You know, he's widened my view of God and who he is. And just in the last three years, I've learned exponentially even more than I did over, you know, 22 years of doing this. But God's taught me through, the way He speaks to me a lot is through dreams, visions, personal encounters I've had with Him. And each one of us have a passion, seriously, to pour out these things to you guys so that you'll taste and you'll see how good our God truly is and how much He loves you and
1: desires that same type of relationship with you as well. That's good. Yeah. You know, I want to talk about intimacy for a moment. Intimacy is the most important key to our relationship with God. It draws us to Him. And it's where revelation comes. Mm -hmm. You know, I spend a lot of time sitting in my prayer corner, worshiping, praying, and waiting on God. And I've learned to do that just in the past couple of years. And boy, did it change my life. You know, He meets me there every single time. You know, sometimes He asks me to come up to heaven with Him, which is really cool. And other times He speaks to me right where I am. It's the most beautiful thing to me. Susan, what about you?
0: Yes, I agree. We want to encourage intimacy with God. He desires it with each one of us. I think he's mm-hmm. he's there. He's ready. He's waiting. Yeah, that's the cool thing. Yeah, and he's available every minute of the day. He's simply waiting on us to talk, ask, confide, show our true emotions. I mean, I've had times where I've been angry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just Me very too. very sad. You yeah. know, just he wants all of it. He doesn't condemn us.
2: No. And he wants us to come just, just like we are us to be honest, be honest. where
0: yeah. we're at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And to just search for him. In fact, all we have to say is, I love you too, God, because he loved us first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. He breathed life into us and created us. Yes. So, I also want to comment about Jesus. You know, he came to let us know we're not alone in our suffering. He will come to our aid if we simply allow space for him to come into our lives. Mm -hmm. It's in that struggling that he reaches out his hand. Yes. Well, think about him. Even he has struggled in his own human way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when he was in the garden, right? Before he died on yeah, the cross. Do y'all ever think about
1: that? Do y'all ever go in that moment with him? Yes. Where yes. he was, you know, sweating tears. And
2: yes. Many times I, I go through that whole process as I'm taking communion with him in yeah. my quiet time. And I go through the process of what he went through every day.
1: The Just agony. The pain.
2: Because I'm so overwhelmed with gratitude to God for what he's done for yeah. me. Yeah. You know that he yeah. took my place. But then, you know it says in the garden, he sweat drops of blood because yeah. the intense pressure was on him so much, and he was taking on at that moment our deep emotions, our we all know of it, yeah, feelings. And so that he could experience everything humanly possible for a person to experience in that moment, and he took it on for himself. So yeah. we, You know, he could. Number one, he would relate to us. Right. He would understand our emotions, but also that he could take that on for us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He 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 definitely had that agony. He's you know, and when he was saying, "Lord, take this cup," Mm -hmm. yeah, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. So He can relate with all that we're going through. This is just the beginning of intimacy with Him. He meets us exactly where we are in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we only hope that in revealing how God has experientially worked in our own personal lives, that you can listen and know that this can be a reality and truth in your own life on your own individual journey.
1: Right. Yeah, and I want to comment on that. You know, I've been seeking the Lord with my whole heart for the past couple of years. And I've discovered so many amazing things about our Father, things that I never knew before. You know, and now I receive visions and prophetic words and I could see things in the Spirit. And, you know, I'm still trying to process that because this just happened, you know, <laughs> happened within the last year for me. It's mind blowing. It is. And, and you know, yeah. sometimes I still cannot articulate or put into words some of the things that I see and hear. Mm-hmm. But it's all amazing, it's all beautiful. And I think the first thing that I had to get rid of was fear of it. You know, I had to let go of the fear of what I was seeing and what I was hearing. Mm. And the more I process through that, the more He takes me, the more more revelation I get. So it's beautiful. you know. I've experienced heaven, and I want more. Every time I sit and wait on the Lord, He always surprises me with something. I never know what to expect with Him. It's always good. Every time, it's always good. Mm-hmm. You know, through these experiences, I've learned that this is what our Father wants. He wants all of His children to experience this intimacy, this truth that I didn't even know existed until a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. These are the things that God wants us to share with His children. So many don't know that there is much more to God than we are taught. You know, that's one of the many reasons we're doing this podcast. Right. We want we want people to understand and know that we're not the only yes. ones that can do this. Everybody. Everybody that the Lord created can experience intimacy. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, and I want to ask both of you, can you tell me what's the most intimate encounter you've ever had with the Lord? And Susan, I want you to go first.
0: Sure. I will have to tell you about my first intimate experience with Jesus. It happened on my confirmation day in the Catholic Church when I was only 17. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. It blew me away. Just a baby. Yeah. (laughs) No gray hair yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let me just um, brief you on that um, for anyone that's not Catholic. Confirmation in the Catholic Church is a sacrament or a holy step one chooses to take to become an adult member of the Catholic Church. So I chose uh, one sister to be my sponsor, Teresa, and I chose the other sister's name, Patricia. Many friends and relatives are praying for you on this day that the Holy Spirit be with you. And but this is a big event. It's, it is big. Okay. Yes. And so this, as we know, is a challenging time in a teen's life. I mean, many changes are occurring. I would soon be traveling and going on to college and going, basically going out on my own. Yeah. And so when I sat down in the pew awaiting to be blessed by the bishop, the music began and all of a sudden I felt Jesus sitting next to me in Mm -hmm. the pew. Wow. Like in a white robe. I just, I, I couldn't believe it. I felt an overwhelming feeling of love that I've never felt before. That's him. <sighs> so you felt- actually felt like his body next to you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. I feel like almost like his leg was there. Right, brushing up next to yes. you. Yes. That's so cool. It was just, it was so real. Yeah. And I just... I, I felt an amazing peace. I felt safe and mm. serenity. Well, let me ask you this. Were you able to speak? Were you able to move? Were you able to no, process? No, I didn't want to. Yeah. I, 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 it's just about his presence. That is amazing. I think that probably my legs actually got up to to get online yeah. to go, you know, mm-hmm. to wait to receive the blessing. But I didn't. Yeah. I just wanted to sit there forever. <laughs> right. Just <laughs> stay in that leave. moment. But I felt like he appeared for real and he was showing me that he was always going to be there for me, not just in the pew, whenever I needed him. This Mm. was so comforting, especially knowing I'd be venturing out in the world soon on my own. That was was truly a confirmation. It was. You know, it was confirmation,
2: but it was a confirmation to you that his presence was always going to be with you. on the day of your confirmation.
0: That's, yeah, it's beautiful. Pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, I I had the courage. I actually, I didn't go to college right away. I had the the desire to go to South America and live in Venezuela for a year as an exchange student. So there was a boldness there as well Mm -hmm. from this, you know, Mm -hmm. encounter. But the joy I felt was amazing. And I know my best friend gave me a card that day and had a beautiful prayer written in it and Lily was her name, and Thank that night know. when I read it, the words came alive as I was reading them like Jesus was there reading them to me. Wow. I was so forever changed by this experience. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's so That's cool. That's a very intimate encounter. Mm-hmm.
2: All right, Laura, your turn. Well, I did not grow up in the Catholic Church. <laughs> I grew up in a Southern Baptist church as a preacher's kid. So, oh, goodness. Yeah. There was a a lot different a flip flop of that. I had a lot of friends that were Catholic though. But, you know, growing up as a preacher's kid, we didn't have a whole lot of extra money, you know, to to go places or do a lot of things. Yeah. That's my story, you know, but we would take vacations, but when we went on vacation, we would go see my grandparents or, you know, things like that where it didn't cost much. But fast forward to when my husband and I got married, we were just starting out and we weren't able to go to a whole lot of places either. We'd go see my parents, you know, or his parents. But my husband had been working on this big project because he's an IT manager. And at the end of the project, because it took so long and so much time from him, his company decided to reward him with a job, uh, with a job. <laughs> they gave him a job. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they gave him a, a reward of money to go anywhere in the United States that he wanted to go. Wow. You know? And so it was a good chunk of money. And so my husband came home, and he just looked at me. And he goes, "So if you could take a trip anywhere in the United States, where would you want to go?" I was like, "What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you asking me this?" <laughs> and he repeated his question, and I kept saying. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm just, just answer the question. If you could go anywhere in the United States, where would you want to go? I was like, duh, Hawaii.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: So he looked wow. at me and he said, okay, let's go. I thought he was totally joking. And I just shook my head, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he said, no, I'm serious. Let's go to Hawaii. I said, right. So cool. How are we going to get yeah. the money to go to, on a trip like that? You know. So then he, filled me in on what his company was doing. And I basically freaked out in disbelief. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that I think
2: I would have too. Yeah. So, you know, we researched, you know, different islands and stuff. And we chose Kauai because it appealed us to the most. And it, it had a lot of natural beauty. And I'm and a your photographer, photographer mine. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, let's go there. So we got there. And uh, I was in an awe. A state of awe and wonder. Like my mouth was pretty much hanging open. Yeah. I know it was several times.
1: I was awestruck by the beauty. Nicest place you've ever been at that point? Yes. Wow.
2: Yes. The most beautiful, exotic island. Everything you see in pictures, that's what it
1: looked like. Wow. I
2: mean, it was just, it was beautiful. And, you know, the accommodations that they gave us that we were able to pick out was the Hyatt Regency Spa Resort. So yeah. that's, that nice. was like top-notch, first-class, open air. Can't beat it. There was birds, all these kind of, yeah. you know, cool stuff that was there. And we went on a helicopter ride over the whole island. We, you know, went to luau's. We explored all these beaches, all these beautiful places. And the whole time we were there... This question kept coming up inside of my mind, like, Why am I here, God? I don't get it. Why am I here? And, like, it just, it didn't, you know, it kept coming to me as we would go do different things. And
1: I just kept having this question stirring inside of me Why am I here? You know, was it because you didn't think you were worthy or that you weren't? I mean, why do you think you were asking that question? I think
2: because of my upbringing and the way I was raised that the question kept coming to me because I didn't feel like I had done something or done enough to earn to deserve it. I didn't deserve this. But it wasn't,
0: you could still be enjoying yourself, right? Or it's just a nagging question. It was,
2: I was enjoying myself, but there was a stirring question inside of me Mm -hmm. that needed to be answered. And I'm just the type of person that I need to know why, you know, and so in my, my mental state needed to be assured as to why. I was there. Wow. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, even though we were having a good time, the question kept coming up. And so what I would do is, because of the time change, I kept waking up at 5 a.m. Yeah. And so while my husband slept, I just can't sleep. When I'm awake, I'm awake, right? (laughs) So I got up, and we had this beautiful room that overlooked the gardens and the ocean. And I would get up, and I would open up the curtains just a little bit so I could watch the sun come up in the morning. And I, every morning, I would ask the Lord, why am I here? Why am I here? I don't I don't get this, you know? And so, you know, basically fast forward to the fifth day of the trip, you know, we're there, and I wake up, and I asked the Lord that morning, I was like, why Why am I here, Lord? And I, I mean, if I could hear an audible voice, which it felt like it was, I heard God speak to me, and He said, because I'm your Father, and I love you.
1: Wow. Wow.
2: And immediately when I heard his answer, it was like a lightning bolt just shot right through me, all the way down through the core of my body. I got chills all over my body and I began to just sob and cry because I realized with his answer that the reason I was there was not because of anything that I had done to earn it or deserve it, but simply because I was his beloved daughter. Hey, he, and he wanted loved to bless me. you. Yeah. And he, he loved me, to bless you, yeah. just like a good father, right? Yeah. And his words that were spoken to me brought a healing that I didn't even know I needed. And you know, inwardly, I had always been a pleaser. I tried to do what was right. Not your typical preacher's kid that rebels all the time. I did, <laughs> oh, I but you know, in, you. <laughs> in my quiet way. <laughs> but I, I had adopted this kind of a mindset that if you re- work really hard and you do a good job, you get a reward for your effort. But, you know, there are many times in my growing up years that even when I worked really hard, I still didn't get rewarded and I didn't receive, you know, a pat on the back or anything. But, And it led to like times of disappointment, right? And you just kind of stuff that down and you let it go and you just keep going. That's how I was raised. But our God is a good God. He's a very good father and he wants to open my eyes to see that He's so much more than you think He is, Right, you know, and that He openly rewards you. He wants to do that for you and bless you. Like it says in Hebrews 6.10, for God is not unjust. He will not forget how hard you have worked for Him and how you have shown your love to Him by caring for other believers as you do. And so He was just rewarding me and showing me that, and it really transformed my life my intimacy with him, my relationship with him, it helped me to see <laughs> there's a whole lot more. Yeah.
1: And right. and he just wants to love me and bless me. That's beautiful.
0: Wow. Really beautiful.
1: Well my most intimate encounter that I've had it's only been it only happened with me a couple of months ago. I was sitting praying and there's a lot that led up to that but he took me as I was sitting there he took me to my personal room in heaven which I didn't even know I had Mm -hmm. and by the way everybody has their own personal room in heaven and it was amazing you know this room had all the things about me from the beginning of my life until the end and I saw books on shelves I saw pictures and frames I saw a beautiful lampstand that had perfect light I saw I saw a memory of my mother sitting at a table with me sitting there at her feet and a child, and we were laughing together. You know, my mom's passed away, so um, that was beautiful and precious to me that I got to see that. And I I saw things that were familiar, like I said, and, and I also noticed that there were things that were unfamiliar. And I was like, wait a minute, you know. But before I could even get those words out of my mouth to ask, I heard the Lord speak to me and say, there are parts of you that you haven't met yet. I know all about you but you don't know all of you yet. There are many things that you have not done, but you will. You know, that was personal Mm. to me. And that was profound. And I stood there just soaking it all in. You know, my room had so much activity going on in it. I could see angels working, dancing, singing. They were just fluttering around. There was so much joy. It was, it was, like they were celebrating your life. Yes, like they were just happy that the things that I'm doing, they're happy that you could tell that they're they're celebrating me mm-hmm. and, and how far I've come with the Lord, you know. And to see that, knowing what I've had in my past, to see where I'm at now and to know that they're celebrating now, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know that even though I'm not in my room anymore, they're up there doing that right now. They're mm-hmm. celebrating and they're singing and they're encouraging me and they're they're helping me along in my journey. So it's they're pretty definitely cool. celebrating us doing this podcast. Yeah, they are. <laughs> like you know. you're doing it, yes. <laughs> so, you know. And then to see all that, and then as I was standing there, the Lord took me into someone else's room. And this room, the light in it was very dim, and there was hardly any activity, and it just made me sad. Yeah, I sad. I I felt sad for this person Mm -hmm. because i knew that whoever this room belonged to that whoever the this room the person this room belonged to Mm -hmm. they did not know god you know and our father doesn't want it that way so it was kind of just him letting me know that hey there's so many more that i want you to bring to me so that they can come Mm -hmm. and experience the things that you're experiencing Mm -hmm. and to know that i love them and i want to bless them you know it was beautiful And when he took me back to my room, and I was standing there trying to just process that this is the most intimate I've ever been with myself, my father started relaying to me all the reasons that he loves me. And all I could do was just let the tears fall. Some of the things he said was, it's the way you love me, daughter. It's your faith in me. It's the way you laugh. It's your compassion to help people know me. It's your smile. It's the way you love your husband. It's the intimate time you spend with me. It's the way you love your children. It's the way you write. It's how you love other people. It is your determination to draw closer to me. It's the joy I feel when you're near. Wow. You know, he just kept going on and on. Wow. Just being lavished in love. Yes. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't write them all down. One, I was too emotional. And yeah. two, there's there's too much. You know, I fell asleep that night with God still whispering, the many reasons he loves me. He kept going all throughout the night. There were hundreds of reasons he gave me, and I couldn't write them all down. I woke up a couple of times during the night, and I still heard him whispering words of love to me. Wow. When I woke up the next morning, he was still speaking words of love. It was the most beautiful experience I've ever had. Mm-hmm most intimate so experience, beautiful. you know? And I just, that's the types of things that we want to share with you guys on our podcast. We want you to know that there are many things that we're going to be speaking about intimacy in our podcast. That's why we were able to share what he's taught us. And I want to say too, that if you want to read that full word that I just spoke, because there are many details that I left out, you know, go to my website because it's all there because there's a lot of things that I wasn't able to say. But anyway, yeah, intimacy that's... is It's everything. You know, when you were speaking and and talking about how God just
2: all through the night just kept speaking those words, it's like He left the faucet running. Yeah, And and I just, I think He's doing, He wants to do that for all of us, is just let the faucet run, let His words just flow over us continuously, day in, day night, night and day, you know. (laughs) Day in, day out. Day in, day out, night and day. But just... It flows and flows. We just need to
1: spend time with Him and receive that. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Well, we got to wrap it up, guys. Go ahead, Laura. That went fast. That it sure did.
2: <laughs> well, before closing, we just want to share another scripture with you. It's John eight thirty two. It says, And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free.
1: And in our next episode, we will discuss the more of God. There is so much more to our Creator. Also, today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. So thank you, Caitlin.
0: Before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. Also, please subscribe. We would appreciate it very much.
2: Thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. And we would love to hear anything you would like to share with us. So please email us at Pure Podcast 3 that's the number three,
0: at gmail.com. And please visit our websites.
1: That's kathyzaka.com
0: chosen to and susanoffen.com And we hope you'll
2: join us next time. And remember, live thirsty.
0: Thank you and may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you his peace. Until
1: next time, Susan, Laura and Kathy. Tricast.